And we're back. Took a little holiday hiatus uh, last week. Didn't come out with a podcast, but that's all right. Uh, we were kind of all busy for the holidays. Not a big deal at all. But we're back for week 13. We've got our picks together, our locks. We've back with winning bets for you again. It's me and Jared here this week. Adam didn't want to come on, I guess. He's in protest saying I didn't give him credit for his tremendous streak in college basketball. Uh, he's doing very well right now. He's red hot and literally everything he's betting on. When he was in town last week, we were sitting in our friend's basement and we turned on some random UFC fight and he said, Mitch, look at the girl with the red hair. She looks like a savage. I think she's going to win. He better. She destroyed him. And he, he's on a complete hot streak right now, doing very well. I'll give him the credit he deserves. But it's just us here, and we have our picks. No problem that he's not here. We don't need him. Said that many times. Uh, you come and listen to mainly me. Jared is here. You know, you like listening to his perspective, too. But you mainly come for me, and that's why we're here. Week 13, I hate a lot of games this week, uh, to be honest with you. But I've picked the winners anyway for you. That's just the selfless person I am. You know, I hate the games that I have, but I'll pick the winners for you anyway. I, I'll do that for my listeners. First game of the week, we're going to have New Orleans at Atlanta. New Orleans minus three. I I don't know what to do with the game, personally. You think New Orleans should route them. I don't know what Taysom Hill is going to do. Atlanta is at home in the Dome with Matt Ryan. They're much better at home, but I... You see Atlanta, they do really good one week, and then they do that like four weeks later again. They never do it back-to-back. I t- I'm taking New Orleans here, minus three. Jared, what do you got? Um, I actually have this as one of the easier matchups of the week. Um, I really like New Orleans. You know, even without Drew Brees, Taysom Hill's just – he's still finding a way to get it done. He's, they still got a lot of weapons on that team. Um, they can mix up, you know, different offensive sets, you know, run some Wildcat. Um, I, New Orleans is 9-2. and two. They're, they're looking to keep winning to lock up that number one seed in the NFC for the playoffs. Um, we all know that New Orleans plays better at home. They need that in the playoffs, um, especially if Drew Brees isn't ready to go by the postseason. Uh, so I think New Orleans is doing everything they can to, to keep winning and winning convincingly. Um, I'm all over New Orleans this week. I'm going to take New Orleans minus three. Yeah, it's a wise pick. I think that's. I think they're going to actually route Atlanta potentially. I I don't know exactly if that's going to happen, but I really have a feeling that 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 is what's going to happen. Next game, we've got Indianapolis at Houston. I don't understand the line on this game. I I like the game because I think it's a really easy bet. But it could be a trap game at the same time. I don't understand how it really could be. Indianapolis minus three. I mean, Houston just lost their top cornerback and their best wide receiver to performance-enhancing drug issues. Some doctors in Panama said, yeah, take this. You're good. It's not on the list. Well, it was on the list, and uh, you know that didn't pay off for him. He'll learn next time. He'll learn next time. But Notre Dame grad, by the way. 
Went oh. to Notre Dame. Will, Will Fuller did. Smart. I'm sure he met a lot of doctors there. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Indianapolis here. I think they're going to crush Houston. I don't understand why the Lions minus three. Um, I think it should be like five and a half, six probably. But I love that they're giving me at minus three. I'm hammering Indianapolis. Yeah, this is another game that I looked at, and I was a little surprised by what the spread was. Um, just considering how how good Indianapolis has been most of the year, and how bad Houston has been most of the year. Um, I know Houston put up a million points against Detroit on Thanksgiving, uh, but let's face it, Detroit's defense is nowhere near in the same category as Indianapolis's defense. I know the Colts struggled last week, um, but I think this is a big bounce bounce back game for them. Um, I just don't see any way that Houston comes close to that three-point spread. I am all over Indianapolis on this one, too. Minus three. Yeah, it's a good bet. I, I think that's maybe the easiest bet of the week, to be honest. I agree. It, it I, I saw that, and I thought, this is a slam dunk. Yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati at Miami. I hate double-digit spreads. I've said it many times. I really hate them. They're not covered a lot in the NFL. But here I am taking a double-digit spread again, Miami minus 10.5. I just I don't, I don't know what Cincinnati is. I mean, their defense is Swiss cheese. Now they have the backup quarterback in. I mean, he's not Joe Burrow. He isn't going to put up points like he did. And I just have to take Miami here. They're at home. Cincinnati's got to travel. I just have to take Miami. I can't. I can't get myself to take Cincinnati. Yeah, I even even at ten and a half points, I I think this is an easy pick. I Cincinnati's horrible. Miami's playing at home. Um, Miami's seven and four this year. One of the biggest surprises in the NFL this year, if not the biggest surprise for me. You know, with the Dolphins this year being seven and four, you know, fighting for a good playoff spot. Cincinnati is. Not going to do much. I Joe Mixon, is he playing? No, they still have him on IR. I mean, they have no passing attack. Their defense is awful. Even at 10.5, I have no issue taking Miami yeah. minus 10.5 on this one. I, I think it's another pretty easy bet, even though it's a double-digit spread. And like Mitch, I hate those, but... Give me Miami, minus 10.5. Yeah, Miami's defense is cracked out. I mean, they're going to cause havoc on Cincinnati this week. I feel bad for them, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their scheme is so good in Miami on defense, and it's it could be it could be a bad day for, for the quarterback in Cincinnati. I don't want to bet them either get that quarterback hurt, but maybe end his career too. It, it's just not something I want to do. And I think we got Fitzmagic back. I think Fitzmagic's rolling the ship again, and, yeah. I, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick can turn it over a couple times, but... I, even if that does happen, I just Cincinnati literally has nothing on offense to to keep them competitive in this game. Right. So I mean, I mean, whether it's Fitzpatrick or if they switch to Tua, I whatever. I mean, I this is an easy one to me. I think this game screams a Fitz Magic game. Four yeah, four hundred and sixty yards passing. Yeah. Like just this will be one of the two games that Fitzpatrick has a year where he, he mm-hmm. throws for like 400 yards and four touchdowns mm-hmm. and, he, and he looks like a pro bowler. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, he looks this, like he should be walking into the in Canton right now with the gold jacket. Yeah. This this one could be over by halftime. Yeah. It could be yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Jacksonville at Minnesota. Minnesota minus 10. 
here we go again, another double-digit spread, and this game I don't feel as great about. Jacksonville, I mean, what they did against the Packers, I don't know. They seem to be somewhat of a football team there, but it could have been a complete fluke. I, I have no idea how they did that, to be honest, and here I am sitting here taking Minnesota, uh, minus 10. I think they're going to have a bounce-back week. Is Dalvin Cook hurt again? Uh, Dalvin Cook came back. He got hurt during the game last week and ended up even coming back that game. So Okay, good. So Dalvin Cook will be there. And I do have him on my fantasy team. He went from questionable to healthy this week. So Perfect. He, he's good to go. Yeah, that makes me feel better about it. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota. I think they're going to be able to cover it. I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a big day. And uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be able to throw it around a little bit because Dalvin Cook's going to be uh, using that run game so well. A little play action. Uh, Kirk Cousins loves that. And so... Hammer Minnesota here again, too. I'm going to take the, the home favorite, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on it. I'm on you with this one, too. I mean, Minnesota, uh, surprisingly, surprisingly, I mean, still not out of playoff contention no. at five and six. I mean, it's, it's not a great chance, but they still have a chance to make the playoffs this year. Jacksonville is battling with the Jets. For the number one pick in the draft this year, I don't think Jacksonville has much to play for. They're starting Mike Glennon at quarterback this week. Um, so, you know, their third different quarterback this year. Dalvin Cook is an absolute monster. Um, I think Kirk Cousins finally has some good chemistry with Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, you know, at the beginning of this year, they had some chemistry, kind of fell off a little bit. Um, and then when Thielen was out last week, I mean, Justin Jefferson just had a fucking field day on that Lions defense. Um, with Thielen coming back this week, and Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook, and how shitty the Jags are, I have no problem taking Minnesota minus 10 on this one. Plus, they're playing at home. Yeah, so, it makes you feel better about it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm rolling with you on this one. Minnesota minus 10. Las Vegas at the Meadowlands... Las Vegas minus eight. I, you know how I like to bet the Jets. I I do. I'm. Some call me the whisper. Uh, there's there's been some people talking about it. You know I, I don't like to take titles, but yeah I I'm not, I am I'm undefeated betting the Jets. But we've got Darnold back. I I like the J- Flacco Jets way more. I would pick the Flacco Jets here easily plus eight at home to cover. But isn't, isn't that crazy? that you're more confident in Joe Flacco than you are in the guy that was supposed to be the best quarterback coming out of the draft and NFL Since Andrew history. Luck, yeah. yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, Sam Darnold... You, you have more faith in Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah, the problem with Sam Darnold, he just makes two throws a game that are just like, whoa, what are you thinking, dude? Like Poor decision, man. Yeah, very bad, you know, and I think they can he can figure that out and actually be successful, but the problem is he plays for the Jets, and... Adam Gase, I think, came out and said I didn't do a great job uh, mentoring him. So that that's nice to hear from your head coach. I'm sure that made the GM really happy. Yeah. Adam Gase might be gone after this game. Oh, he might be gone. At, yeah, after the, he might not make it to the game. I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, there's he'll get a text on his way to the stadium. I'm like, sure there's a lot of people, you know, in New York. You could just give a call on if you want someone to go away. Big Italian crime family in New York, you know, right. make yeah. him disappear. Yeah, I, I don't think it'd be very hard. No, be yeah, probably an ad in the phone book, you know. Nobody looks at the phone books anymore, so they just put Hitman ads in there, and you look in there. Oh, there they are. Yeah. 
but I'm taking Las Vegas here. I like Las Vegas. Uh, I don't think the Jets are going to get it done with Sam Darnold. Uh, I think the Raiders are pissed off about last week. They're going to come back with a little vengeance uh, and a little motivation uh, to keep that ship rolling. I believe in Gruden to get those boys hyped up. I'm taking Vegas here, uh, minus eight. All right, so this is the first time so far, week 13, that we disagree. Um, I know that you're the Jets whisperer. Can't make you feel good about taking them. But after I watched Vegas last week against Atlanta, and I know Atlanta is a more capable team than the Jets are. I get that. But they lost 43-6. to Oh, yeah, it was bad. On the road. So they're in Vegas, fly to Atlanta all the way on the East Coast, fly back. Now they got to fly all the way back to the East Coast again against the Jets. And I know the Jets are horrible. I'm not – this is not me – Pumping the Jets up for something that they're not. I I know that they're not a good team. But in Vegas' last three road games, they've averaged 18 points a game. And they're giving eight points. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really low-scoring game. I think the over-under in this one is 47.5. And and I would honestly hammer the under on it, too. I think that Vegas wins, but I, I don't... Because... New York Jets front office will not let the Jets win. They're right. saying, if, if you have a chance to win this, don't do it. Because we want the number one pick in the draft this year. Right. But I think that the Jets do find a way to, to cover the eight-point spread at home. I, I don't think they're going to win, but I'm going to roll with the Jets plus eight this week. I needed ten to bet the Jets this week. If they had gave me ten, I would have took them. But, uh, That's fair. Double yeah. digits. But, I mean, the Raiders don't score much on the road. so No, but people score a lot against the Jets. So, I get that. I get that. But after I watched Vegas last week, and I was so confident about Vegas covering last week, I was like, "Yeah, I think I think all turned off." Seeing that you know? game, I think that's a game you just need to like. I'm realizing there's some games that I watch and I get emotional the next week of being like, "Wow, that team's really bad." I just need to like erase a couple of these games a year that these teams have just from my mind. They didn't happen, and look at the bigger picture of what Vegas actually kind of is. They're not a great road team. He's 100 percent right. But they're not a bad football team. No, they're and, a good football yeah, team. And, I just and they can they can get it done. I think, like I said, I needed I needed at least ten to to take the Jets this week and go four and zero on the Jets. Um, My thought is, you know, if the Jets score fourteen points, they're going to cover it. That that's what I think. Yeah, and I think they can accidentally score fourteen points. Yeah, they might be able to. Vegas could also put up 21 in the first half. Oh, it's I could definitely lose my shorts on this one. Yeah. I know. No, but it's okay. I don't blame you for taking you gotta the Jets. you got to make a pick, though, right? Yeah, you, you've got so. to, and I don't blame you for taking the Jets. I, You know, I understand. I'm just, the whisper is off, and that's not a great sign for you, but I wish you the best of luck. Cleveland at Tennessee. Tennessee minus five and a half. Here's the old .5 spread for me. That's great. They always fuck me so hard on those .5s. But I'm I like Tennessee here. They're rolling right now. They're back on track, and I just I don't see Baker Mayfield doing anything. He had a couple good weeks. They scored a lot of points. Must said, but they're back. They're, they're kind of reminding me of the old Cleveland team. They're they're somewhat being able to win right now, but it's not very impressively. And I think Tennessee's gonna do what they do to every team. It's gonna be a lot of play action, a lot of Derrick Henry, and he's back on the high horse, it seems, too, and ready to go and getting ready for uh, the postseason. So I'm taking Tennessee at home. Um, pretty easy, in my opinion, I think. I was back and forth 
<clears throat> on this one for a little while. Um, it's going to be a good game, I think. I mean, both teams are 8-3 and three this year. You got Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb battle mm-hmm. it out. I mean, that'll be a fun matchup to watch. Like you said, Derrick Henry kind of on a roll now. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb last week had a huge game. Nick um, Chubb's always kind of been on a roll, though. He's been very good since he's well, he was hurt, but he was hurt well, you know, yeah. for a while. So, I mean, he, while he's playing. It took him a couple weeks to kind of come back and get the hang of it and, you know, get the rust off and get mm-hmm. the swing of it again. Not just run out of bounds at the one-yard line. I still have PTSD from that. Did you see the interview he had with when they were talking about with Pat McAfee where he had said that I was running to the end zone and I forgot my coach told me to not score. Like he said, if you get the first down, just slide right there. And he's like, I'm booking it towards the end zone. I remembered like half a yard away and then I got out of bounds. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. I wish he just didn't ever say that. It was the ultimate cuck. Oh, it was horrible. The ultimate betting cuck. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, back on track. You know, I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a tight game. I leaned both ways on this, uh, but I eventually settled and I just kind of went with my gut and I took Cleveland plus five and a half. Mm -hmm. Don't know if that was a good decision, bad decision. We'll see what Cleveland team shows up. But if Cleveland is able to run the ball like they did last week, Tennessee is going to be tough to stop with Derrick Henry. I think this could be a back-and-forth game that ends up resulting in a field goal. So that's why I took Cleveland plus 5.5. I don't think it's going to be a runaway game. I think, so. it, I think it might be a low-scoring game, too. You think it's going to be low-scoring? I think so. Oh, my gosh. Scoring. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be high. I don't think so. I don't trust Baker Mayfield to have many touchdowns. He doesn't need to, though, if you just hand well, it to Nick yeah, Chubb and Chubb, let him run all over the place. Titans aren't horrible on run defense. No, they've got, they're a good defensive team. I you mean, know, their their defensive line just can't get to the quarterback, but they're not terrible against the run. Thing that thing that interests me about this is how Tennessee will handle Miles Garrett off the edge for Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Because the guy's a monster. I, well, mean, I think they're going to run away from him quite a bit. You, you know? can try to run away from him. He'll find you. Yeah, he's well, like the boogie man, Mitch. Derrick Henry's pretty quick, and he's pretty large, so... It, I would I say that. if you're running it on the opposite side of him, I I would take your chances uh, trying to hit Miles Garrett still trying to tackle him and when he gets some little steam going on. But no, I get it. He's a great player. Yeah, he's he's a great player. It it's definitely going to help Cleveland that they have him there to help stop Derrick Henry. But I don't. I haven't seen really a team that's been able to slow him down. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's true. But. It, I just think it's going to be a kind of a coin flip game, honestly. I think it's going to be a last-second field goal that ends up deciding it. So I, just, I took Cleveland plus 5.5 this week. I don't blame you. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. This game, why are they making me take Chicago and I have to give points? Like, Well, they're not making you. Well, pretty much. I You know, I bet the Lions last week and... I was told never bet on the Lions ever again by a diehard Lions fan, and that's true. That's resonating with me. So here I go. I have to take Chicago as a favorite, but they've lost so many in a row right now. They're on the verge of making history of starting the way they did and losing now the way they are. Uh, I hope he's got the Matt Nagy's got those guys fired up and ready to play. And I think this is maybe a game where they can look okay again and maybe put out the smoke a little bit that's going on in that organization. Just damper it down a little bit. They'll come back and then suck more, I'm sure. But this week, I think they're actually going to play pretty well. Uh, I like Chicago minus three. Yeah, I 
I never like taking Chicago giving points. Not this year, especially. Not this year. I have no problem taking Chicago like plus eight. Like, yeah, I, I can do that. Like I can get on on that horse, but Detroit is so fucking bad. They're just so fucking bad. Yeah. It's just embarrassing. On Thanksgiving against Houston, it was just embarrassing. Yeah. And you get Detroit outdoors now in cold weather. Three things you can count on in life. Death, taxes, and Matt Stafford sucking outdoors in cold weather. And he doesn't have his best target, Galladay, not playing again this week. I mean, I know they got DeAndre Swift at running back, but... Then you got to look on the flip side. You got fucking Chicago, who's just been an absolute dumpster fire for the last five weeks, and Matt Nagy is Adam Gase's brother, essentially. I, I, I think they're the same person. But maybe I, they like switch schemes like midway through the season. Like, hey, this isn't working for me. Maybe it'll work for you. I don't know. Chicago's defense is solely the reason why I'm taking Chicago yeah, minus three because point. I think Chicago is going to get to Stafford. They're going to shut down the run. They're going to jam it up the middle with with Smith and uh, Cleo Mack, Rokon Smith and Cleo mm-hmm. Mack. I don't love this game as a high-scoring game, um, but I think Chicago covers minus three. I, Detroit's just so fucking bad. They allow like 140 rushing yards a game. I, I'm just yeah. Give me Chicago minus three this week. I don't know. It's it sucks. But it does. It really sucks to have to do this. Yeah, but yeah, I'm rolling with you, Mitch. Chicago minus three. Rams Cardinals in Arizona. Rams minus two and a half. I'm going. I'm back on the Rams. Oh no. I'm back on the Rams. You I'm heard here. it here first. I'm here. I'm back. Just Rams. lost to San Fran. Yep. Nope. That's fine. I'm here. You forget about that game. I'm back. The Rams. I don't really like the line that much, but I think the Rams are going to get it done. They are going to start now in December is when the best football needs to be played when you want to make a run at things. They're going to make a run at things. I said it before. I predicted it before. They're going to cover this spread. They're going to beat Arizona in a big divisional game, uh, put a little heat on Seattle, and uh, make that race a little bit closer. And I like. I just like betting, I think, I think the Rams are overall a better football team than Arizona. Arizona's got a lot of playmakers. You know, they've got some key players, but I think in total, I like more of the experience in Goff. I like the more experienced players on both sides of the football the Rams have. I like this line, but I can also see Arizona somehow cucking me in some stupid backdoor way. But I like the Rams. I'm betting the Rams this week. Okay, so I have a lot to say about this game. It was really tough for me. So I made all my picks, and then I had this one left, and I just couldn't figure out what to do. I could, I didn't have a gut instinct on this one, so I went to the research, all right? So listen to this. L.A. Rams are 5-0-1 against the spread in their last six games against Arizona. They are 6-0 straight up in their last six games against Arizona, and they are 5-0 against the spread in their last five games when playing on the road against Arizona. So what that means to me is that L.A. Rams daddy the fucking Cardinals every time they play them. Right. I like a lot of the stuff that you said. More experience. Um, Sean McVay is a great coach. Yeah, I think he's going to help coach Cliff. I think there's Cliff Cliff Kingsbury 
in my opinion, shouldn't be an NFL head coach anyway. But that's a different I mean, discussion. He's, he's fine as a head coach, but I think McVay is going to kind of take this personally and be like, no, I'm just going to outwit the hell out of you here. And, and, exactly. And, and have he, just a better scheme. No, I know you're, I know Mitch is very, very high in the Rams this year. I'm not at that point, and I don't think I'll get to that point. But Arizona runs through how Kyler Murray moves on his feet. If Kyler Murray can find a way to run all over the place and set up play action for DeAndre Hopkins, they typically play really well. The last couple weeks, Kyler Murray has not been effective on the ground, and it showed Mm -hmm. that if that doesn't happen, they get beat. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Donald's going to Aaron Donald's tracking. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you got that defensive run for LA, you know. LA's a secondary. I mean, LA's defense is, it's pretty is solid. Jalen Ramsey is yeah, a shutdown. He's going to be shadowing uh, DeAndre Hopkins the entire mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I honestly, the more I did research, the more I looked at this, the easier it was for me to say that the Rams are going to easily cover that two and a half points spread. Yeah, I think they are. So I, after all of that, I'm going LA Rams minus two and a half this week. I think mm-hmm. they, like you said win this game, put a little more pressure on Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I I think that the Rams are going to own them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Giants at Seattle. Uh, no Daniel Jones for the Giants. Seattle's minus 10.5. Colt McCoy time. Colt McCoy is back in the league playing football. What a better way to end 2020. Uh, you get to see some real talent out on the field. And... I actually like the Giants if Jones was playing here at ten and a half. I, oh, I agree. I, I would have. Well, the spread wouldn't have been ten and a half if Daniel no, Jones it wouldn't. Was playing, it, so. it, it wouldn't have been. But I think it still would have been up there. I think it still would have been seven and a half, eight. Um, and I, I still think people haven't quite figured out that the Giants are starting to become on track to be a halfway decent football team, um, especially with Daniel Jones there. I mean, he's not perfect by any means, but. He's capable of playing okay, um, and he can, he can throw the ball pretty decently. He makes decent reads most of the time. He he had a little interception streak. You know, he kind of reminds me a lot of Eli Manning. To he be turns honest. the ball over almost every game he plays. He hasn't though in the last I think three or four games in a row he's played. Um, That's amazing. Yep, yep. And he he's really kind of reminded me a lot of Eli. To be to be honest with you, he's got a lot of the kind of the same characteristics of when I watched Eli kind of play. He's got a little bit different style. He can move around a lot better than Eli can. Um, but I think that's just maybe more of the modern-day quarterback. And I think yeah. you're going to see that just about in everybody who's going to come into the league. I agree. They're just more athletic now than they were when Eli came in. Yep. Uh, I, I, but I like Seattle here. I'm hammering Russell Wilson. I have an addiction to Russell Wilson. Kind of a man crush, honestly. Seriously, it is. Uh, he, he makes me sleep better at night most times. Hmm. Uh, but he does like to cuck me a lot. Uh, but I'm back on Seattle here again. Hammer them at home, ten and a half. I hate the double digit spreads. I'm taking them all this week. That's quite an odd. Uh, you know, I'm going to set there probably that that actually hits, but I can't take the Giants with Colt McCoy starting. Yeah, there's nothing about the Giants this week that make me think they're going to cover a spread. Colt McCoy, I don't know. It's got to be at least a year or two since mm-hmm. he's played in an actual NFL. I think the last time he played was when he was with Washington. Mm-hmm. When Alex Smith went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're just... 
I don't know. The Giants are on track to be a better football team when they have all of the pieces of their team healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they haven't had Saquon all year, whatever. You know, yeah, they, they were still, at one point, I said, you know, the Giants are probably the best 2-7 and seven football team I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, when Daniel Jones was playing quarterback. Like you said, there were a few weeks ago where you were really high on Daniel Jones, and we gave you some shit for it. But he's he's a good piece to their yeah, He's capable. He is. They, they need more around him, I think obviously. With, I think if they would have had Saquon this year, I think they would have been a more competitive football team. I think they I, – I still think they're going to win the East. Um, I still This think, year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. I think they're going to do that. Um, I think they're going to – I I think it'd be more entertaining to see someone like a Philadelphia play just because technically I think they have better personnel to watch. Well, yeah. You know? But I, I really think the Giants are going to win the division. And – but if they had Saquon and Daniel Jones there, I mean, I think they would have been well, running away with this division, you know, at maybe 500. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I think I think with Saquon healthy this year, the Giants realistically are probably 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, yeah, I would give them. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, I mean, on the game, yeah, Seattle. I, Seattle's at home. I love Russell Wilson. I I've always loved Russell Wilson. I to this day will still say I know he's had his struggles this year, but one of the most versatile quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, all around quarterbacks in the NFL. I th- I still think he's top three in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I. I am taking a lot of double-digit spreads this week, just like Mitch's, but mm-hmm. the New York Giants decimated, you know, no Daniel Jones. You know, I think even with them having the worst defense in the league. But the defense played better last week against Philly. They did play better, and I don't think they're bad enough to make Colt McCoy look good. So I don't either. I don't either. I think, yeah, Jamal, no. I think we can look for Jamal Adams to have a big game. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's... Maybe two sacks, maybe three, maybe more. Yeah, Probably he, he's definitely... Tackles. They're going to be putting the pressure on, on Colt McCoy, make yeah. him throw the ball. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm taking Seattle minus 10.5 this week. Mm-hmm. This game confuses me. I've never seen a team that has the record, the Chargers do. What are they, 2-7 and seven as well? Are they 3 now? 3 and... I think they're 3-8. and eight. i got to look that up. You can keep talking, I'll let you know. And... I've never seen one of those teams be a favorite over a team that's five and six that's close to a five hundred. I just three and eight. Chargers are three. And yeah, eight. I just don't understand this line at all. It screams take New England, but does that mean I should take the Chargers? Because I mean, New England's defense is not the best. You know, I think Justin Herbert at home. New England has to go all the way across the country and travel. He could have a big game, and he could put up a lot of points, and he's, he's shown to put up a lot of points. But I love Bill Belichick in December. I know it's not Brady and the Patriots, but I think there's still a lot of good core to that team, and I think they play their best football in December statistically. So I'm taking New England here. I think this is stealing in a way, but I can see it also not being in, in other ways. So... I don't. I'm not crazy about this game, but I, I I do like New England. I really do. Yeah, uh, boy, I have New England picked right now, plus one and a half. But mm-hmm. man, the more I look at this, the more I, I know you got Belichick in December, but it's Belichick and Cam Newton now, <laughs> and Cam Newton was horrible last week. Um, or two weeks ago, whatever. What it, they, they got the win though. They won, and he was awful. Yeah, I, I just I don't. 
I mean, chances are he's probably not going to be that bad again. Herbert, well, he is banged up now. Mm-hmm. And Herbert has great offensive weapons. He does. He is a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he's got Austin Eckler back um, in the backfield. Had him back last week um, after an injury. He's out for a few weeks. But there's a lot that they can do with him with the passing game. I think I can help you you keep your decision on New England. Just think about this, Jared. They're wanting us to bet on the Chargers to actually win a football game against a better team. They always find a way like, to they lose have, at the Yeah, end. they they have to win if you're betting them. All right, yeah, you know, I've always I've always been told to stick with your gut, and my gut told me the Patriots were going to we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with it. I yeah I'll stick with the Patriots I'll take them plus one and a half this week yeah I think that's I I just thought about that I I just can't count on the Chargers to actually figure it out how to do it they burned me so many times at the end of a game this year yeah. where they just can't yeah I think this at, I to be honest I think that's what's going to happen in this game it's going to be a backdoor cover and New England's actually going to win the game yeah I mean if they just like even a twenty one point lead in the fourth quarter is not safe with the Chargers no. Denver at Kansas City Denver's still no quarterback correct. No. Well, okay, so Drew Locke, all their quarterbacks are probable. Okay. So I don't know if we have an answer definitively if any of them are going to play. I mean, it's against Kansas City, though. It it doesn't really matter, to be honest with you. No, Kansas City at home, easy pick. I'm taking Kansas City minus 13.5. I'm taking all the double-digit spreads. I'm taking Kansas City minus 13.5. Yeah, give me it. Yeah, I think this is going to be a blowout. Yeah. No matter who plays quarterback for the Broncos this week. I mean, the, the fucking Chiefs are 10-1, and one and they're mm-hmm. on fire, and there's nobody on that defense. Denver's probably had little to no practice, especially with starting quarterbacks right now. You know, obviously True. they're getting no reps in there. True. So it's like even if they do play, things are going to be rusty. True. Plus it's Kansas City at home. At home. I mean, Andy yeah, Reid is a is a one of the best coaches. I mean, I could maybe see Denver somehow sliding in there, and you know, Kansas City just goes up twenty-one to nothing at the end of the first quarter already, and then they kind of just lay off for a while, and then maybe score later and hopefully get us a cover. But yeah, I'm taking Kansas City for sure. That I think that's easy. Yeah, I'm taking Kansas City minus thirteen and a half. Football team at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus seven. I like this line for Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot I need to say here either. I. I really have – I'm trying to think about things. I like Big Ben more than I like Alex Smith as a quarterback, and I like everything about the Steelers team more than I like about the Washington football team. And I don't have to get a double-digit spread. Yeah, thank you. Pittsburgh at home, give me a touchdown cover. They're going to be undefeated. I am predicting next week they'll have their first loss at, uh, against Buffalo in Buffalo. This week they get it done again. Pittsburgh minus seven. Hi. Going the complete opposite way on this one. Hmm. I love Washington this week. Pittsburgh played on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They're on short rest. Mm-hmm. I know they play Monday, but I mean, it's still. Mm-hmm. Plus Bud Dupree, mm-hmm. one of their best defensive guys, mm-hmm. out for the rest of the year. Um, and Washington's defense has been solid. I, I don't know if this is a game that Pittsburgh loses, mm-hmm. but I... Absolutely love Washington football team this week, and I mm. think they're going to easily cover the seven points. Wow, there. I mean, you got to remember, Washington football team is still in a fight for the NFC East too, so it's not like they're going to lay down and take it. Well, no. 
Without Bud Dupree, I mean, that's a huge part of their defense. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. No, I'm, I'm rolling Washington plus seven this week. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Um, next, we've got Buffalo at San Francisco. I have no idea what this line is about. San Francisco minus one at home. Like I get that still saying Buffalo is probably a two point favorite because three, you know, home court, uh, home field is three points. But I don't understand. You're going to give me Buffalo. You're going to give me points at San Francisco, who's still pretty beat up. They're getting some players back, but this is another game where I'm sitting here. I'm betting the better quarterback. I'm betting Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Oh God, Josh Allen. My apologies. Um, I'm taking. The better quarterback here, and I'm just running with that. My gut feeling, I'm taking Buffalo um, on the road to cover plus one. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over Buffalo here. I think this is one of the easiest games of the week to pick. Mm-hmm. I know Buffalo <clears throat> hasn't looked great on the road this year, but I mean, San Francisco's playing with Nick Mullins. I mean, I know mm-hmm. – I think what this spread is – is a trail off of what happened last week against the Rams. Yeah. I think this is Vegas giving San Francisco too much credit mm-hmm. because of the win they had last week against uh, the L.A. Rams, and I think that's what you're seeing here. I wouldn't be surprised if you, right before kickoff on this one on Monday, if you if this line had switched completely to Buffalo minus. So I'm, I'm taking Buffalo plus one. Easy. Dallas at Baltimore. Baltimore minus... Seven and a half. I can't bet Dallas. If they can't get it done last week on Thanksgiving after the coach died. I mean, I'm watching the preview. I switched my pick even. I'm watching the preview, this emotional thing, and the coach died. I'm like, oh, this is a classic story. The team gets fired up, wins for the dead coach. Rally no. around. the you Yeah. Know, team rallies together. Nope. Couldn't even do that. No. Couldn't even get that done. And they, it was terrible. I don't know why I bet the Cowboys again. I felt sick about it. And so I'm sitting here taking Baltimore. I mean, I'm taking Baltimore minus seven and a half at home. Uh, I think this is going to be kind of a hopefully like an easier game for Baltimore to get them back up and rolling on their feet, get some confidence back in the team. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's easy here at Baltimore. Yeah, I don't even care who plays quarterback for Baltimore, whether it's Trace McSorley or it's it's Lamar Jackson. I don't care. Dallas is atrocious, and I can't physic. I cannot physically bet on Dallas. Again this year. Ever. I know. I can't. I've bet on him twice, and I've lost my ass twice on him. Same. So I'm done betting Dallas. Even if Dallas covers this, I don't fucking care, but I'm not betting Dallas ever again. Yeah, I I don't. Baltimore minus seven and a half. I said that last time. They sucked me in some emotional. I mean, it was great television. It was was a great story. You'd think that, oh, you know. Yeah. The guy literally died the day before the game. Like, Strength and conditioning coach, like, always around the players. Like, Yeah, can't we fucking rally together and win one for the old Gipper? Yeah, no, like, let's, how about we lose by 20 for him? No, we're going to get embarrassed at home on Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, after our coach died, and he's rolling in his grave now. Alex Smith's sitting on one leg, eating the eating, replaced his other leg with the chicken, with a turkey leg they yeah. gave him. Yeah, it, it was embarrassing. Fuck Dallas, fuck the Cowboys, and fuck... Fuck them for losing my money. I'm taking Baltimore minus seven and a half. Also, fuck Mike McCarthy. Yeah, it well, big fuck Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Hate that guy. Last game, save the best for last. Philadelphia at Green Bay. 
I'm just sitting here with the homer bet again. Um, these, I you think can't I, go away from the home team, man. I, I think I bet every single week we've done this podcast, I think I bet the Packers on whatever line it is, and here I am again at home, Lambo, Philadelphia's fucking dog shit. Carson Wentz is fucking dog shit. You bet the Packers all year this year, you'd be 7-4 against the spread. So you're making money on the Packers if you bet them every week this, Bingo. Week this year. Bingo. That's why I do it. I'm doing it again this week. Hammer the fucking pack at minus nine. I don't like the line. I wish it was less. I think I was looking yesterday. We could have got it at eight or eight and a half. And it, it, it's it's quite uh, swung here. But I like Rodgers at home. Take care of Philadelphia pretty pretty easily. He's going to carve them up like, like a turkey. Um, and so the bad man covers once again. So last week, hit a little office bet. With one of my coworkers in the Philly Seattle game. Magical cover for me on the most meaningless Hail Mary and two point conversion in NFL history. Covered me by half a point. Thank you, Doug Peterson, for having no intelligence going for two points when it didn't even fucking matter. And thank you, Carson Wentz, for throwing an absolute bomb to Richard Rodgers. Richard Rodgers might be the best Hail Mary receiver of all time. He did it all the time in Green Bay. Does he have any other receptions? Doesn't matter. Hail Mary on the line. Richard Rodgers will come through for you. I'm going to take that momentum that I had, and I'm carrying it into the next week. Give me Philly plus nine this week. I know Philly's horrible. (laughs) And honestly, I watched him last week, and I'm like, oh, my God. Carson Wentz is not himself anymore. I told you. He's a shell. It's like a soul-sucking ghost came into Carson Wentz's room when he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like Space Jam. Mm-hmm. You watch Space Jam? Yeah, yeah. When they take all the mojo away from all the players. Yeah. That's what it's like watching Carson Wentz play this year. He's horrible. But I'm I'm taking Philly plus nine just because of the momentum I had last week with Philly. Mm. It could kill me, honestly. Mm. But Philly's defense has quietly been pretty good, though. I mean, I know it's... They, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers, and mm-hmm. he's he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and mm-hmm. I, I understand that, but I give me Philly plus nine. I'm going to take the ghost of Carson Wentz's body, and I'm going to hope that they fucking cover almost a double-digit spread this week. The ghost of Carson's past. It is, seriously. Mm-hmm. You watch him. It's fucking sad to watch, honestly. I told you. I was sitting here in your office. I said... I know. I mean, I was I wrong about the game. I get fucked I still took Philly Seattle even. again. Yeah. Yeah. But I was right. Carson Wentz's. Man, if it wasn't for Philly's defense it's against bad. Seattle, that game would have been so ugly. Because I think Carson Wentz is pulling the Sam Darnold and actually seeing ghosts out there now. <laughs> like, he's so bad this year. He's so bad this year. I the know. guy's got no confidence. No, he can't even throw the ball accurately, really. Which which was his best strength. Yeah, and here I am taking him plus nine. Good for you. I'm going to roll with it, though. Good See for you. See how that works out for me. Well, it's the time you've all waited for. It's the three locks, three best bets from us all week. These are the best bets you could physically make this week. At least mine are. Uh, They are the three best bets. Put them in. They will win you money. Guaranteed. Black Friday special. I know it was last week. We're bringing it to you this week. Black Friday, three-team parlay scared money but don't make money style you're gonna take new orleans at atlanta new orleans minus three 
you're going to take Indianapolis at Houston. You're going to take them minus three, and you're going to take Buffalo at San Francisco plus one. Easily covering all three of those. It's a parlay. Put it in. It's a guaranteed winner. Black Friday special. Scared money don't make money. Get it while it's hot. Put it in now. Bet it all. But responsibly. So this is insane. Did you see my locks? No. When you made yours? No, I didn't make. I didn't see them at all. I have the exact three same locks this week. That's because they're guaranteed to win. I have New Orleans minus three. I have Indianapolis minus three, and I have Buffalo plus one this week. Those are the three games that. Uh, but honestly, like when I wrote down the games, I saw those three games, and I was like, I don't know why I wouldn't lock these in. Mm-hmm. They're. I I agree with Mitch. You know, bet responsibly, obviously, but put it all on them. Mm-hmm. I mean this. The NFL doesn't give you gifts like this very often. Mm-hmm. This when, is when they hand you a gift like this, you accept yeah. it. You don't spit in their face. Right. This is like you know, it's, it's Jesus' birth time. We are the wise men bringing the three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yes, in form of NFL picks, right yes. here: gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Take it. Take the gift. Don't be a cuck and not take the gift. Take it. You'll you'll. Be blessed for the rest of your life, probably after this week Absolutely. after you take it. This is unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Three locks, three identical locks. Yeah, between Mitch and I on the podcast. I mean, there. If if one person's opinion wasn't enough, now you got two on the locks. It's two guaranteed. identical opinions on the locks this week. It's guaranteed to win. And also, you know, we just want to. I'm in the middle of a four team parlay here. Covered the first one. Mm. Got three left. So I'm just, you know, asking for prayers today that this one follows through for me. That first game is always the toughest. You got to cover that one. Otherwise, you feel shitty the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. But we got it. Mm-hmm. It was close towards the end. Mm-hmm. We got it, though. I'm looking good right now. Notre Dame, I'm getting 34 points with Syracuse today. Notre Dame's only mm-hmm. up 10-7 in mm-hmm. halftime. So... Well, that's what we've got for week 13. Thank you all again so much for listening. Uh, We've got quite a few people listening every week. I really, really appreciate it. Obviously, we're pretty new to things here, but the support always means a lot. Congratulations to Jared by time probably. Next time we're here, his baby is going to be born. He is going to be a dad. Mm Mm-hmm. I am officially not going to be an uncle, but I'll be an uncle. You know, I'll be that that uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be that uncle for sure. The kid's going to be learning how to card count from probably 10 years, uh, ten days old. Uh, yes. There'll be a, a deck of cards in his hand. I'll get small enough ones to fit in his little, tiny little hands probably. Yep. Um, and that's all we've got for the week. Have a great week. Put the bets in. Don't forget. Have fun winning money on us. Again, that's what we do. Take care. Bye. I can't believe we have three six.